There's a place in the world for connection. There's a voice in the dark that will guide you through. And a space just for you to get better. Oh, 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 Shanna says it's time. it's time it's time it's time so i recorded the third episode last week and i uploaded that but there were some technical issues and i had to pull it back down and i didn't want to ruin the listener experience for anybody who was tuning into that episode so i just had to pull it uh but you know what it also gave me time to really sit down and to think about the episode more constructively and so i've published an article on medium.com you can check that out um you can just go to medium.com and type in my name you should be able to find my blog so let's get into it so it's episode three uh i've i've already sent out the teaser so you already know what the title is it is the prodigal daughter returns uh now moving back home is quite the experience when you're moving back home to live with a parent or a guardian and one of the major benefits of course is just how you're able to dial down on your expenses you know that's so fantastic because it gives you the opportunity if you're in debt uh to cut back on that to reduce it to eradicate it altogether if you want to save to create an emergency fund if in my case you've started a business that's young and you really need the profits to be able to put to to larger use you know um you want to cut down on bills and expenses and things of that nature so i decided to do an episode on it i was a little bit hesitant and i'll tell you why one, I didn't want anybody all up in my business, but then I remember that, you know, one of the promises that I made to myself was that this, this podcast would be as authentic as possible, as transparent as possible, because, you know, it's me as a millennial telling my truth and just hoping that somebody else is listening and is able to benefit or resonate with or be inspired or understand that it's okay uh, more than okay even if you're experiencing one challenge or the other you know so this episode is the prodigal daughter returns now the teaser had a poem that i used as an icebreaker at the beginning but i'm actually gonna save that icebreaker for the end uh so this is in no way a religious episode it really is just me sharing the journey of me going back home and, you know, just the, the different ebbs and flows that I went through mentally, I think, uh, to make a decision like that, uh, what led to it before, 
uh, what the experience was like and where I am now emotionally and mentally. I think maybe because I hold my life with such sacredness, every experience, every major experience, whether it's a, a new job moving to a, a different country or a different parish or a new relationship, it all feels like a chess move, if you will, just automatically, like your whole life is this chessboard and different pieces and you know when you make certain major shifts and changes it changes your daily dynamic so of course I also shared with my mom that I was a little bit hesitant about uh, recounting this episode and she asked why and I said you know I really do believe that there's a little bit more judgment and then maybe this is just my assumption but I said I feel like there's more judgment with moving back home when you're moving back home to the inner city and it's not a specific you know address that is is you know fancy um that may perhaps it's seen more of a failure and she said you know mm, I think so it actually takes more strength to move back home to an area that you know, you, you sort of need to make even more effort to really triumph and and to, you know, pick yourself up, brush yourself off and to just get back going again. Um, and so with that discussion happening, I decided to just go right ahead and and do it. So hopefully if you are in your 20s and you have not, you know, left your parents' house, left your guardian's house, or if you have, but you've moved back home for, you know, whatever reasons. Uh, maybe just being out there is, is more challenging than you had thought. Maybe like me, you're trying to make smarter moves financially. And also maybe, you know, you're a little bit lonely. Didn't want to say this, but sometimes being on your own, sometimes we think about our independence and our freedom, and we're just so excited to leave home, and we don't factor in the fact that you know, because you've grown up with your guardians or your parents or your siblings, though they may annoy you at times, they were you know family and they were always around you and. You know, just knowing that people who love you are always around you can be can be a great comfort and so I moved out for about three years and you know I was able to make new friends uh friends who felt like family within that short period of time but it wasn't quite the same as family um and then there's just this familiarity with with being our own persons who you grew up with that's that's nice you know as you're going through life's you know different levels and changes it's nice to have constant which is family so you know a little bit of loneliness snuck in there I wasn't able to be our own family as much and I didn't love that um now that I'm back home now <laughs> be careful what you wish for but I love being around my brothers um but yeah I do value my alone time it's it's there's nothing quite like it. Um, and I find that, you know, being older now, there is a friendship dynamic between myself and my mom. It's not mother-daughter necessarily, but it's, you know, adult to adult. And there's a level of respect and boundary. And that's very, very necessary. So without further ado, <laughs> let's get into the meat of the matter, as I like to say. 
In the beginning, there was a girl. The girl became a woman and her desire to understand herself and those around her blossomed. From a tender age, she was also desirous of sharpening her innate talents, knowledge and skills to pivot her life in the direction of prosperity, from rags to riches, if you will. It is a tale as old as time, but it is also my story, or rather the story I told myself belonged to me. With a foundation rooted in education, uh, the script for me was simple. Go to school, do well, get a job or start a business, buy a car, buy a house, get married, have children, retire, travel, and if you amass considerable wealth, then do more for yourself and others and spend more on yourself and others. The end. So, not rich, get rich. Are you living in lack? Go in the direction of luxury. <laughs> As if it were that easy anyway. So this episode, as I said, is in no way a religious one, but instead a unique look into what it means to exercise compassion when the guiding script you tightly held on to no longer works for you. Uh, over the past two years, the director yelled cut, that's right, and I had no other choice but to return home, literally, and also to myself. Now... I want to dive into living life unscripted. I always believe that the secret to achieving and realizing my potential was rooted in having the perfect plan. A plan that I realized now was nothing more than a script. And real life is not so calculated. The world does not work quite like that. People and systems do not bend over backward to manifest your best life. You know, that's on you. The world won't hug you when you have been hurt or give you an award just for trying. You also soon realize that the world doesn't stop because you do. And you will need to stop at some point to evaluate where you're headed and not just how fast you're headed there. To also ask yourself if where you're headed is where you truly want to go or whether you just believed you were supposed to go there. Uh, being unfulfilled moved me away from the cookie-cutter veil I saw life through two years ago. After I graduated college in 2016, finally wrapping up the school thing, I got a corporate I got corporate employment and I did the job thing. No, this is when unfulfillment snuck in, which led me to the starting of a new business thing and moving away from home, doing the living on my own thing. So a whole lot of things happening. Uh, not too far off the script, I thought, but then a pandemic hit and the Ripley fix came in with a bang. And my years of learned behaviors took a hit. Social interactions I relied on took a hit. My earnings took a hit. And as I got older and saw death more apparent around me, deeper emotions of what I ultimately want out of life and what I most valued became very clear. 
But over the past two years, the director yield cut, like I said. Now, I am more concerned with how my life feels and not how it looks. And with the advent of social media, believe me, this is a big deal. You know, I'm a trained marketing specialist, so I should know. With my when you know when my material gains took a loss, my what I found was that my mental and emotional health started winning, and I began stepping into the abundance of peace. You know the peace that came with that, and so I reevaluated where I was, and I decided to move back home. Now moving back home positioned me or put put me in a place where I was able to focus on the big picture, not just the immediate wins or the small wins or the quick wins, the bigger picture, um, which required some self-awareness, you know. So I re I reevaluated where I was financially and decided to move back home to make better moves. And without even taking a breather, people believe me, without even taking a breather, I'm I immediately began planning again so I moved back home after Christmas I believe and you know my whole family chipped in my best friend chipped in and it was all hands on deck in fact let me pause right now to say again thank you thank you thank you thank you so much family I felt so much gratitude for the assistance that everybody gave me so i'm not saying that i'm in the type of family who wouldn't help me but the fact that nobody had to you know my mom my dad my brothers my best friend my cousin my aunt my uncle who provided his moving truck my cousin who helped my mom you know rearrange stuff my brothers who helped with the, the painting of the house uh, my mom who basically just became sort of like my very miserable though very miserable right hand to just wanting to see everything just happen just as it should you know wanting me to start off the new year you know comfortable in my space in my room and you know finally resetting to get back on track so I have just this immense you know this immense gratitude for my family for helping me out with that situation and also just just how gracious they were in understanding this shift in my life now and and what it meant you know and also aligning with me as i you know step towards my bigger picture you know when you make a move like this you know it can often feel like you're taking two step backwards on the surface um and i'm happy that i'm surrounded by people who are able to see the bigger picture like i said i know that not a lot of persons are blessed with persons who are able to support their vision or to support them when they take a little bit of a hit or to support them when things aren't perfect um and to still journey with them and hold their hands as they continue to step forward and just you know really realize their potential even more uh so i'm so grateful for that so i had to pause and just you know push that in um right so when i moved back home and you know the new year it was right around the new year and i know oftentimes when the new year comes in um 
that's that period where we begin to say, you know, I want to change this. I want to do this. I want to make this better. I want to commit to this. And we start making these grand plans. And with me moving back home and, you know, me being a planner, I'm not sure when it started. I'm not sure when I became so calculated. I'm not sure when I thought I needed to be so specific down to the T. I'm not sure when it started, but it definitely just catapulted you know over the years and sometimes being that granular isn't that great yeah so without even taking a breather and giving myself a pat on the back for the year that was 2021 and running a new business um having just coming off of resigning from you know just a routine that I was familiar with and jumping into my business and navigating what that meant and just being exposed to so much newness whilst also taking care of myself um, financially without even commending myself on just my efforts and what I believe to be a good job, a good year, despite all the challenges that was 2021, without even taking a breather, people, I immediately began planning again. So the questions went from, how long do I plan to be back home? What's the next major move for me? How much will I need to earn this year to pivot my business and my brand? What's my life strategy as I approach 30 because I'm 27 right now? You know, what's that? What's my 10-year plan now? Now that I'm realizing, you know, things aren't so fixed. And what does 40 look like for me? And what's my retirement plan? And how will I ensure I age and die with dignity? People, big ass questions that I really shouldn't have been asking. I really should have been taking a breather. And so I stopped. I just stopped and I paused. And I remembered the words of my therapist after my very first session in early 2021. As I recounted my life to her, this was my the first time I feel I recounted my life or summarized what it meant to be me growing up as me you know, with the conditions I grew up under and just everything that I went through, um, just recounting my entire childhood right up to present day. You know, my therapist responded and she said, whoa, you've lived such a high pressure life um, and your homework will be just learning how to integrate as much compassion as possible going forward. And, you know, she gave me she gave me some practical tools and stuff to, to look up um, to assist me with that. And I don't know, I guess hearing somebody else just really look at my life, you know, after me sharing it like that, saying, you've lived a really high pressure life. I think maybe because it's the life I was used to, you know, so from my perspective, it wasn't low pressure, high pressure in the middle. It was just the life that I had. Um... And to hear this person, this professional who would have spoken to thousands of people over the years, being able to even analytically look at my life and to say, this is a very high pressure life and I'm going to need you to exercise just compassion, full stop going forward. You know, it really made me think. Um, so here I was theoretically telling myself to let go, but not actually doing it. And so I, I immediately began mentally rushing from one life phase to the next. And that's why I had to stop. I was 
you know, putting myself in a position where I wanted to see my life through from beginning to end and to plan that without really being present in it. And I feel like, you know, that's something that while I thought it was pivoting me forward, it was probably holding me back because it really, I became, I wasn't a risk take i wasn't becoming a mistake i wasn't making sacrifices that were necessary to do bigger things you know and i feel like it really was in january of this year just the beginning of this year that i realized that i had to really surrender <laughs> really surrender to each day and understand that i'm a big girl now you know i'm a big woman now and you know, you're in a big world. It's not like you're swimming in your tiny little aquarium anymore. You're in the big world with sharks and, you know, other things. And so now you have to think bigger and not so small and not so granular and not thinking everything can be written down and planned out because you have to learn to be adaptable. I have to learn to be adaptable and flexible. And so I just took a breather and I really let all that in and I realized that my goal this year is really just to surrender to each day bam that's it you know and I never really I've never really been a person who believed in being led by fate but here I am <laughs> here I am and yeah that's it guys um we've pretty much wrapped it up that's 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 the story of the prodigal daughter returning <laughs> um and so the icebreaker that should have been introduced or read rather at the beginning i'm gonna send us off with it so it's a poem by erin hansen i found it when you know i was just searching the net i feel i, I do that you know as writers we do that and um i'm lying that's not how i found this poem i found this poem through one of my meditations that I was doing. So I use Insight Timer to meditate and there was a, a beautiful track. Uh, her name, the meditation teacher is escaping me now. Her name is escaping me, but the title of her track was Letting Go. And she recited a poem and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I definitely have to 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 recite this poem for this episode because I find it to be so perfect and so ideal. So it goes like this. I was the type of person that held on to things too tight, unable to release my grip when it no longer felt right. And although it gave me blisters and my fingers would all ache, I always thought that holding on was worth the pain it takes. I used to think I'm losing things. I'd lose a part of me too. That slowly I'd become someone my heart no longer knew. Then one day something happened. I dropped what I had once held dear. But my soul became much lighter instead of filled with fear. And it taught my heart that some things aren't meant to last for long. They arrive to teach you lessons and then continue on. You don't have to cling to people who no longer make you smile or do something you've come to hate if, it's, if it isn't worth your while. That sometimes the thing you're fighting for isn't worth the cost. And not everything you ever lose 
is bound to be a loss. And so if you've made it to the end of this episode, you know, you know the usual. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so, so much for lending me, lending me your ears. And um, I love you. I love you. Happy New Year. I wish you all the best this year. My only hope for anyone who's listening now is, you know, just show up and surrender each day. And I want you to love yourself where you're at. Um, even before you achieve the things you want to achieve or get to where you're headed. You know, I, w- I really want you for this year to be rooted in the know. And yeah, to be very okay with who you are and where you're at as, you know, you pivot. <laughs> Which is what I'm doing now. But, um, but just relax, you know. And really live with ease this year. That's really my hope for you. So I love you. Take care.